Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Well, happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. I got a real cowboy on the line, which is exciting. I try to be a cowboy. Representative Mike Lynch, the House Minority Leader, top Republican in the House, is joining us after this Wild West kind of shootout down at the state capitol with regards to policy and ideas and anti-Semitism and Palestine, Gaza issues. My goodness, it was a free-for-all down there. Representative Lynch, at the end of the day, this was about tax relief for the people of Colorado. They're going to get a tax bill in January. Are they going to see relief? Right. So, so of the bills that went through, there was one that actually addressed that. So we, we spent the entire weekend uh, and, and one bill only dealt with that. So basically what that, what that was is that when they passed Senate Bill 303, they set aside $200 million and you'll hear this term backfill. And so backfill, and this, this, this keys into our previous conversation, backfill is what, what the state will do when a local municipality feels that it has not got the, uh, enough money to do its essential services. So they set aside $200 million for that. Um, originally in HH, they would take more of that money from Tabor. So, so here's, here's the one area where Tabor was, um, was, was saved in this process, but, but, but there's more. They, they, they figured out how to get it, don't worry. Um, that, that gives an, a decrease of, so we went from 6.96% on the statewide assessment down to 67 so uh, less than a percentage point. So let me put that into math terms. Um, if you've got a $5,000 uh, property tax bill, this may save you two to $300. And, and you know, don't quote me on the numbers here, but, but you know, what the real deal is, is that they were reducing off of the increase, the amount, right? So we, we, we were sent there to reduce property tax which we did not do, but what we did do is take a, a little bit of a haircut off of the increase. So they're still going to go up. Instead of it going up 40% for you now, it's going to be like 38%. And um, is, is, it's still going to be massive, massive repercussions with those on, on fixed incomes. And so nothing long-term. I mean, this is like a one-year thing, right? And this is one year. Correct. Correct. Oh, uh, yeah. Why do we keep electing these people? I, I mean, so a lot of people don't know this, but we sit down at the state capitol. Um, we had lobbyists. We represent kind of social conservative issues, sanctity of life, parental rights, education choice, all that stuff down at the state capitol. And guys, you literally sit there and you're like, you're watching them in these committee meetings and you're like, I wouldn't hire these guys to babysit my kids. I wouldn't hire them to mow my lawn. I mean, they, they, so they I would rather deal with nine random people picked off the street to manage our government than, than what's happening down there. So they come up with a solution that's not going to do much for your taxes. By the way, it only lasts for a year. And so uh, come back and see us in January. Is that essentially it? Well, that's it. But then they decided to throw some other good stuff in there, <laughs> rental assistance. So now, so now we're going to uh, assist people that can't quite pay their rent. Uh, we came up with a task force, which was actually a bill that we ran during the regular session saying, hey, guys, we need to study this. Uh, they, they ran a task force, which was is is loaded with the people that they care about, labor, education, unions, that sort of stuff. Uh, and then an, an EIC, an, an earned income tax credit, which basically is just a redistribution of wealth. Right. The, these these people. 
um, need a refund that weren't going to get one before. So this is in addition to the normalization of the Tabor refund. This is an this is an income tax issue now, um, and and so that's how they got into Tabor because uh, because if you reduce the amount of money that we could give refunds to, um, that reduces Tabor refunds, right? It, if it comes out of the big pile, and that's what the earned income tax credit does for folks. So. So they they snuck in all kinds of other good stuff with us with less than a 0.01% change in property tax, which we were sent there to fix. Um, we, we ended up with all these other wonderful big government programs. Well, and this special interest scheming, that's what drives me crazy, right? The guy who hires the lobbyist who goes down there and now they tinker with government. So that industry gets some type of benefit that they wouldn't have had otherwise. Meanwhile, the average person that really is the one that contributes, right? They, they go to work every day. They care for their families. They're not getting the relief that they need. And, and we're in this right. problem because of government scheming to begin with. So uh, it, it, right. I, I, I'm God bless you, Representative Mike Lynch. I don't know how you, you can put up being, uh, with this just lunacy happening all around you and trying to be this voice of reason down there. So speaking of this lunacy, Representative Elizabeth Epps, Denver District 4-6, I believe, um, she goes down on a 40-minute tirade against Israel, calling them occupiers, exploiters. They're engaging in ethnic cleansing, genocide, apartheid. And a Jewish member of the Republican caucus, Representative Ron Weinberg, gets up to defend his people. I mean, this is how crazy it got down there. You're watching this all happen. What's going through your mind as you're watching one of your colleagues uh, having to deal with uh, this anti-Semitism? Yeah, well, let me give you the inside baseball on that. So we, they, the other side knew that she had some sort of plan. And so I, I went and talked to my members and said, look, the, something's going to blow up over there. Please, guys, let's not feed into it. And, and let's, you know, let's let this crazy woman talk and, and we will we'll be respectful. We'll maintain the decorum of the, of the chamber and respect the institution. And we did that. So we did that for 40 minutes on Sunday night, <laughs> Sunday night, by the way, <laughs> and, um, and, and and said, OK, we're done with that uh, the, the entire time. And this is the night before uh, Representative Weinberg stood there, stood within, you know, five feet from this gal as she is, you know, spewing just falsities and just ignorant assumptions about what's going on. Um, and I, nobody can figure out what her tie is to this, but it, it's just, it really is, it really is crazy. Um, and so we thought we were done with that. And then the next day, uh, she makes another run at it. And at this point, I said, look, I, I, we'll be polite once. And this was my conversation with the speaker. We, we, we tolerated this last night. We are not going to tolerate this today. So you've got to shut this down. Um, and, and and they did a decent job of silencing her, which they had done to my members earlier in the week. Representative uh, Scott Bottoms was censured basically for the entire day, told that he would not. And you can see it on the tapes. He stands up and I said, go down there and raise your hand. If, you know, make her make her say no to you speaking um, for saying something not even really controversial, just critical, critical of, of the proceedings and how they weren't going real good. And she silenced him for the entire time. And so Representative Weinberg, who has family, you know, in Israel, is having to listen to her talk about uh, the, the genocide of the, the people in Gaza. 
not giving any sort of respect to the fact that that his relatives have been underneath under the worst terror attack they've ever experienced. I mean, it it you know proportionally is was bigger than 9/11 for us. Right. And um, and so Ron, God bless him. I mean, he. Uh, I, I am his constraint uh, was um, amazing. The fact that he didn't just and it, literally he's five feet from this gal as she's talking. Uh, how he kept from you know jumping there and throttling her, I don't know, uh, but he did that. And then he gave, like you said, seriously one of the most inspirational uh, speeches that I think have probably ever been delivered on that floor. It it, it was a phenomenal moment. And he did, and it was not against the other side. That's what was beautiful about it, is that he said, "Look, can we just get along and do this job? You know, stop it." He he brought it to a higher level, which immediately, um, they you know they re, they being at this point, Epps is in the gallery with protesters. They realized that they uh, had been outclassed, and um, and, and you know, so good won over evil in that situation. It was beautiful. It, uh, and Ron did such a great job. It was a call to, you know, the the angels of our better nature. It was very Lincoln-esque yeah. in my mind. So we've yeah. got about a minute and 30 left. Is this a precursor of what January through May the session in Colorado is going to look like? Is it yeah. is it going to be this chaotic in your opinion? Boy, I sure hope not. I, I, I let's hope that the that this was a learning moment and that we'll um, have control of that floor. Um, but that is up to one person, though. That is up to uh, the speaker, uh, Julie McCluskey. Um, I will tell you, a pleasant person that I have great faith in. Um, however, uh, the the results of this next session will be determined in the first few hours of. When we gavel in, what, what um, do you think? What do you think the top priority of the Democrats who control the state house and Senate and the governor's office? What's their top priority is going to be this next session? You know, this is always this is this is why we're in this situation, Jeff. Their, their top priority is always keeping their power. Their 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 top priority is getting reelected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not not what the citizens want. The, they they've created this machine that is very. It's a good. Hey, as a guy who's a systems engineer, I look at it and go, "That's a that's a good machine." Unfortunately, that's all they care about. They just proved that with the voters saying one thing and blatantly doing the exact opposite within days uh, of those ballots being cast. So, um, I, I, I honestly, their their agenda is is always to get reelected um, and then blow with with the whims um, in, in whichever way that ideology. Uh, takes them is the direction they'll go. Now, if any of that benefits Colorado, will is yet to be seen. I was going to say, and here we find ourselves in this position with crime and homelessness and drug use and yeah. failing schools and record inflation and property taxes going up. Friends, at the end of the day, it's going to require Christian conservative statesmanship to guide our state. That's not a party recommendation. It's not a campaign recommendation. It's a values reality that we have to have that type of statesmanship to guide our state friends i want to thank so much representative mike lynch for joining us on this program house minority leader down there we appreciate you being on the show awesome always great to be with you jeff when we come back the chancellor of colorado christian university dr donald sweeting will be joining us for a very special thanksgiving day message you're not going to want to miss it we'll be right back after these messages 